This is the Software and Technology Podcast, your B2B show for the best thought leadership in the industry, bringing you information, education, and inspiration, only on MarketScale. The more diversity of thought of the people working at tech companies, the better. The blockchain idea was around 91, the same idea of in the digital world, we need verifiable documents. Businesses have been forced to rapidly adapt as a result of the COVID-19 pandemic. Many of them have turned to new tools and technologies to help them adjust to the new normal of doing business. And joining me today is Alex Doyle. He's the Executive Director of Product Management for Verizon. And he's going to be talking to me about the challenges and innovations of unified communications for the way companies are working today. So Alex, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for joining me. Thank you so much, Tyler. It's great to be here. Absolutely. Well, I'm excited to have this conversation with you because I think it's so applicable just to the way that businesses are operating these days, just given the COVID-19 pandemic and all the changes and evolutions that have come about as a result. So what evolutions have you seen that have been necessary to allow businesses to continue operating during this time? You know, what's what's so fascinating to me is just the speed that businesses have had to be agile and kind of react to this. You know, you, you see a lot of businesses had three to five year plans on how to kind of digitally transform. And they've been executing these plans in, in, in a week or 10 days. So, I mean, certainly there's a technology component to this. You've seen uh, companies really embrace video for their workers who work at home. So video has been a big part of it. Mobility has been a big part of it. You know, Verizon plays really well there. You know, I think the other part of it is these companies have had to make a big uh, change to their, their culture and their, their human element, too, to be kind of supportive of, of their employees and their customers and their partners as they go through this transition. So it's really been broader than just technology. It's technology, it's culture, it's, it's the human aspect, but all at, you know, warp speed. Yeah, that's a that's a great point. I think the the rapid nature of the deployment of this, you know, brings up a lot of interesting talking points that we can certainly touch on as we go through the podcast. And speaking of rapid deployment, you know, at the outset of the COVID-19 pandemic, Verizon was able to rapidly move 95% of your workforce to work remotely. So what tools enabled you to make that transition so quickly? Because that's, uh, that's a massive undertaking that I think a lot of companies will will certainly look at and say, you know, yeah, that's that's something that we had to, to deal with, too. So how did Verizon tackle that challenge? You know, we're so proud of what we did because, you know, Verizon's a really large organization. I think people kind of know us from, you know, the mobile side and our retail stores. But you think about it, we've got a large corporate population. We've got our retail stores. We're in well over 100 countries around the world. So, so we really did have to do this massive undertaking in a short amount of time. And, you know, when you ask kind of like, what's the secret? What's the trick? I think a large part of it is we live this every day, right? We use these tools. I'm the product manager for the unified communications and collaboration tools that we use. So, you know, video and remote collaboration, it's part of our day-to-day lives. And when that's in your culture, it really allows you to kind of make these changes more, more quickly. I think the other part of what, you know, Verizon's so proud of is our network. If you're going to work at home, you know, you've got to have the top, top speed of network and quality and bandwidth around as well. So we've been able to kind of take that DNA of the tools we use, whether it's a Blue Jeans, you know, a, a video collaboration company that re- Verizon recently acquired. So we use Blue Jeans. We use our mobile first unified communication services like OneTalk. We've been able to put all of these in and kind of uh, th- there's services that, that already let you work from anywhere. And it maybe it was I would travel to three or four different offices around the U.S. in a week or I'd work from hotels or I'd work from train stations. We kind of took that part of our technology culture and just basically reused it for the work at home. You know, the other thing that I think Verizon does really well is, is contact centers. And if you think about it, you know, customers all over the U.S. call into us, you know, whether to 
to buy service or upgrade their phone or check their bill, whatever it is. You know, we've got all that great deep experience in contact center and, and that plus our ability to add that to mobility, that allowed us to move a lot of our customer care people to work at home. So it's really using these tools that allow us to make this change. I think what, 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 I, what I look back on it, and those were some crazy days in, back in March when it all first started is, you know, Verizon's got this great history of running towards a crisis when society needs help, you know, uh, whether it was Hurricane Sandy in 2012 or more recently, you know, Hurricane Michael in the Southeast. We're, we're always running to kind of help people do disaster recovery and kind of move to mobility. I think what was different this time is we couldn't run to a single place because it was everywhere. But those lessons learned, I think that helped us do it at scale. So when you said we moved, you know, 95% of our population to, to work from home, it's, you know, we had a lot of experience at it. Yeah, I think that that experience element is a, is a good one to bring up. And, you know, I also want to highlight something that you said in response to the first question. And this is primarily a technology-focused podcast, but you also brought up the, the human element, the people element, and company culture, which I think is something that, that is an interesting aspect to, to bring up. And I wanted to hit on that just a little bit, not something I was planning on asking necessarily, but, but how has Verizon continued to foster positive company culture during this time, utilizing the tools that you have at your disposal? Yeah, so, so here's a great example. So one of, you know, Verizon's a big company. We've got all these amazing assets. One of the big divisions of Verizon is our Verizon Media Group. It came out of some of our acquisitions of some great CDN and other things uh, we, we had with Yahoo and things like that a few years ago. So every day we run a company-wide web chat, a big push from the CEO and the chief of HR all the way down to everyone in the company. And it's a way to kind of in real time, day by day, help our employees through this. And that might be HR information about what we're doing with the state of our buildings, uh, how we're managing healthcare or childcare, our, our strategies for our retail stores. I think that over communication is is so important, especially with a, you know larger companies of the size of Verizon. So we've been able to take the same tools that we build and kind of sell to our business customers. You know, we use that technology inside as well. The, uh, there's an art to kind of drinking your own champagne. And, and uh, <laughs> it's, it's a good way for us to kind of stress test our products as well and make sure that the customer experience our customers have, we have the exact same customer experience in-house. It's a way to really refine our products. Yeah, I think that's a, I think that's an excellent point. Um, absolutely. And and since you mes- mentioned your customers, let, I, I want to talk a little bit about that. So as you've worked with customers, with clients, and, and other companies, what types of challenges have you noticed that they've come up against when they've been making this transition? Uh, what what have been some of those primary challenges that you've noticed? Yeah. So one of the great privileges I have, Tyler, is that you know just because of the scope of Verizon, I have so many different types of customers. Like I'm a I'm a horizontal product manager. I I run our unified communications and collaboration across the board, but we've got all these different business units and route to market. So when you take one of our, you know, our mobile first products like OneTalk, we literally have customers where it's like a single sole proprietor. There's like an 89 year old grandmother in Montana who started a business on Etsy all the way up to like, you know, the federal government and multinational banks and corporations. So so we, we really get to kind of see it all. And I think when you look at some of the challenges that some of these companies have had, some of them have been very forward thinking with their future of work planning. Uh, some have been behind. I, I think one of the things that I see is that people tend to have under uh, managed their expectations on kind of their network capacity and how to do their network planning and SD-WAN and things like that. And I think the other area that companies really need to think more about is their security posture. 
especially in the early days after COVID-19 pandemic, you know, you started to see a lot of uh, fraud and, and, and spear phishing type things and mm-hmm. a lot of scam artists out there. So, so it's easy to say, all right, we're going to send people home and we're going to use some kind of cloud video free software. But these businesses have high expectations on quality and bandwidth and security. And uh, I think a lot of people made it through the first stage of rapid reaction. And now I think people are entering the second stage of, all right, now let's, let's build something permanent for scale. Yeah, that's that's exactly where I wanted to go. Actually, you know, I, I was curious if you had seen a sense amongst the companies that you've interacted with that they had rapidly moved to these to these solutions, but were finding that they needed something more permanent, more structured in place moving forward. Because I think maybe not necessarily that we underestimated the the impact of the pandemic, but that. I think the realization that we're going to need more solid, unified tools moving forward has has maybe sunk in. Have you have you noticed that there's that sense amongst companies that they rapidly put together these solutions and now they are looking at maybe a, a more permanent solution or something a little bit more robust at this point? Yeah, they they absolutely are. I think in general we're kind of seeing companies go through this you know three stages that I kind of hinted on. You know, one is the rapid reaction. Then two is kind of build something kind of a little more stable. But then the third is, you know, kind of the more permanent transformation. So, for example, I'll I'll touch on the technology in a second. Like one of the things a lot of companies are seeing is that, hey, this this may change like how I think about recruiting and retaining employees. You know, I mean, there's if you're if you're geographically bounded in your imagination, Sometimes it's hard to fill roles or get the kind of people that you need. And once you start thinking about, all right, I'm going to embrace more remote workers, it's a lot easier to get new talent and bring new people into the company, but then it creates more problems in retaining employees. You know, I think there's a, there's a certain way to uh, you know, retain employees if you're all around a water cooler in an office. It gets harder when you're remote. Mm-hmm. So I think companies are thinking about that engagement side now more than they were a little bit. So so when I talk to companies to get back to your question about kind of what, what they're thinking about, partly, like you said, look, they have to unify this. You know, you've got all these piecemeal technologies that people are using. But I also think companies are all coming around to this concept of like, what's their stack, their technology stack for where they want to go. And, and certainly that starts, you know, with bandwidth, reliable bandwidth, wherever you're going to be with, you know, whatever you need to make that bandwidth work, whether it's fixed or mobile. That's part one. Part two is kind of the uh, the collaboration components, whether it's you know, the unified communications or the collaboration. The third part of that stack is the contact center, because if you're if you're working within your company well, but you're not serving your customers, you're not going to make it. And then that fourth level is really the security component we talked about. And I think the the people who win are going to be the, the the companies that can bring all four of those: the bandwidth, the collaboration, the call center, and the security in some kind of unified play. Those are the ones who are going to win in the long term. Hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, and, and as I think back to uh, you know, we, we've talked a lot about that rapid deployment um, aspect of things, but it, when I look back on that, I think the biggest lesson maybe that companies will take away from this is the importance of the ability to be nimble, that, that flexibility, that adaptability, um, that maybe we, we won't necessarily be able to anticipate exactly what the next thing will be. Nobody could have seen 
the impact of COVID-19 before it happened. But I think companies will probably place an emphasis on that ability to uh, to adapt quickly and to be flexible in the future. So can, can you know, what, what we've been talking about, can, can unified communications and collaboration tools uh, be beneficial in helping companies become more adaptable moving forward and maybe achieve some of those goals that they're going to be looking for? They absolutely can. And, and, and I, in a lot of ways, this has been kind of an accelerant to make kind of that adoption go even faster. I mean, when you look at unified communications and collaboration, the great thing about it is that most of the, the solutions in the market now are already cloud-based. So kind of built into the solution is the fact that you kind of can work anywhere and you can get the diagnostics and analytics you need to kind of measure your success. A lot of that's already out there. What, what I think has been missing, particularly in the U.S. market, has been the mobile first aspect of it. I think a lot of these cloud unified communication solutions or the SaaS based unified communications, they still kind of just looked like a 1980s PBX, but, you know, just deployed in the cloud. So there's been a real reliance on like desk phones and LAN cords and things like that. So, so I think what, what I'm very proud of at Verizon is we took that concept and we put it into a mobile first solution called OneTalk. So, so now, you know, since I've moved at home, I, I don't even have a desk phone on my desk. I certainly don't need one. Mm -hmm. And I think everybody else is realizing they're the same way. So, so I think this unified communications is going to be more and more important, but you're going to see the mobility side uh, even more come to the forefront. I'll tell you one stat I always love. If you were to go to Denmark now, which I, I get Denmark's a country that is, you know, demographically different and geographically different. It's a small country. You know, 50% of the uh, unified communications endpoints in Denmark are, are mobiles, 50%. But if you look at new sales, it's like 92% are mobile smartphones. Wow. And I think that's kind of a snapshot of where the U.S. is going to go. You're going to see people just using their mobiles or their tablets as their, as their device. And especially as we go from 4G to 5G, that's only going to accelerate that. So I think companies need to be looking at the mobile side of this for sure. And I'm proud to be on the front lines of that with what we've done with OneTalk. You know, you're, you're, you're absolutely right. And, and one of the things that, again, you took me exactly where I wanted to go, but one of the things that I, I've, I can't stop thinking about during this time is what changes and what adaptations and evolutions have taken place during this time that will become a permanent fixture for businesses moving forward. You know, I, th I think a lot of people were very quick to, to eulogize the the traditional office space, which might be a, a little preemptive, but I think I think in a lot of ways, businesses are going to see new efficiencies created by implementing these technologies and find new ways to do things. So from your perspective, uh, similar to what you just mentioned, you know, with, with more uh, InSpots being mobile, what kinds of things do you think become permanent fixtures of business moving forward that maybe weren't pre-COVID? Yeah, I, I think, um, you know, certainly mobile is going to be a, a huge part of it. I, you know, I think people are going to continue to, to need office space. You know, we will get through this crisis. The fog will lift. I think, though, it'll be more of a hybrid environment, almost like a hub and spoke concept where some people work remote, but you'll still go into those hub locations for bringing in customers and, you know, having your, your briefings and demonstrations and things like that. I do think what the industry kind of needs to solve is the, the problem of engagement. You know, you hear about kind of video fatigue when people are on calls all day. Uh, I, I do think it's easy, especially in like the one to many webcasts to like, you know, the audience is there, you know, they're talking to them, but, but are they really engaged? Are you, are you forcing that interactivity? So I do think from the user experience, 
Verizon and others are thinking hard about what's that user experience going to be to think about the the engagement problem. So so perhaps you know if I'm a contact center worker, I'm I'm looking at my my CRM screen all day. I'm working my customer issues. I'm working my trouble tickets. Perhaps I've got a separate screen that's almost like my my video wall where they aren't people I'm talking to minute by minute, but there's like a, an ambient virtual water cooler here where then I can go engage with a team of people or one-on-one -on -one and have those sidebar conversations you need. I think that engagement is the next problem you'll see, uh, you'll see the industry tackle. Well, that'll be uh, absolutely fascinating to see. And I, you know, I can't wait to see further evolutions of this. And obviously, it's a time of, of incredible advancement of these technologies. And so, Alex Doyle, Executive Director of Product Management for Verizon, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today and talking to me about this. Thank you so much, Tyler. And everybody, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the podcast. We've enjoyed bringing it to you very much. Of course, make sure you subscribe there on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts these days to stay up to date with the latest from uh, market scale and to stay up to date with the latest in software and technology. Of course, we'll be back soon with more episodes. But until then, I've been your host today, Tyler Kern. Thanks for listening.